What happens if I don't say it? <laughs> then I'm gonna start. I'm gonna start singing Jingle Bells. Is what's gonna happen. All right, here we go, everybody on three. <laughs> oh man. Hey there, welcome to the in between. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> wow, that was painful. You're like, wait, everybody. It like, was wait, supposed what? to be everybody. okay. <laughs> For all you out there in podcast land who are listening. All oh, the thousands and thousands of you. Thousands and, and you're thousands. Like, what was just happening? That was a funny joke. That was a funny <laughs> yeah, joke. Exactly. If this is your first if time, this is your first time. You're not gonna realize how sorry. funny a joke that was. Was <laughs> anyway. If it's your first time, how did you find us? Exactly. Paul, right. take it away. Thanks for giving us a shot. That's right. <laughs> Wonderful. We just that was it. That was that, was that, that we probably can count on. <laughs> wow. I love it. That was the one chance one we got. God damn it. Guys, oh, well. we are we are one Sunday down in Advent. We've just done the Sunday of hope. Woo! Lit the candle of hope and we are talking um we're or Chris is teaching through uh Luke this Advent, which is great. If you're yep. if you're listening, you already know that. Um and so we talked about Zechariah. Uh-huh. And just some really great really great stuff. Um, Chris, where are you where are you at this week? Hope, exactly right. <laughs> yeah, okay. Can you can you explain that? Because I feel like people who are why do who, we keep joking about yeah, that? Yeah, of like hope, 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 and hope. <laughs> it, so number one, no, it's hope, 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 joy, joy. Yeah, no, it's <laughs> hope, hope, joy, hope. There you go. Um, no, so and like, what's that referencing? So it, it references a number of jokes um, from the past. Number one being that one year we did hope, uh, we lit the hope candle twice in a row. Yeah, um, on accident. That, meaning, I literally just preached through the, week one. Hope is our theme, whatever. Yeah. And week two, I preached with making hope the theme. Yeah, like I, as as if I just they were just totally yeah. disconnected. I had not in my yeah. brain they were so disconnected and so compartmentalized that it didn't even stand out to oh, me okay. until literally like the Sunday morning was like, wait, did we? Did I just do hope twice in a row yeah. type of yes. thing? And so, and yes, yes, you just did yes, hope twice did. in a row. Lit, lit the hope candle twice. <laughs> did, yeah. did all of that twice. So it was just kind of funny. There are worse things to talk about two weeks <laughs> in a row. That's, no, that's what absolutely. I said. <laughs> and I'm like, who knows in the congregation who needed that? Oh, of like, oh, man, no that's one, the spirit working right no there. No one but us seems to have noticed. Funny. That was the other thing that was. And then there's just a whole lot of ambiguity to what the candles, order should like be. the order oh, should okay. be, what the, yeah, like there's a pink candle. And mm. I've always like, because of reading through a bunch of these things have always said like no the pink candle is joy and it's always third but like even that just gets totally obliterated yeah. um all the time there's no i think in nobody the book of, knows. i think in, in the book of hebrews it actually says no <laughs> yeah exactly i can tell you where it doesn't say it and that's <laughs> i'm just kidding in the bible anywhere in the 66 oh book. oh gotcha um well and here's the thing that we learned because again we're non-denominational or Baptist or whatever, none of us came up really. I was an Episcopal school, mm-hmm. but none of us really came up through a liturgical church. Oh, wait, you went to an Episcopal... Uh-huh. And so I, I, like I know I know a lot of the... Yes, yes I went to school. Yeah. Oh, that's the surprising sorry, part? Sorry. No, no, no. Um, the, you uh, in Nacogdoches? <laughs> yeah, exactly. They have schools? <laughs> that's not in the woods. We exactly. met under a tree. Oh, my mom's going to hate that. But wait, so you went to an Episcopal, Episcopal school? Episcopal school. So I okay. learned... Just by habit, yeah. some of the things I didn't know what they meant because we did chapel every week, and mm-hmm. I never knew what any of it meant. Mm-hmm. Um, but but I did some of the liturgy stuff growing mm-hmm. up. Did y'all go to an Episcopal church at all? No, 
No. Okay. Why would no. you do that? Sorry, keep going. <laughs> hey, man. So, it, was it was a joke. It was a I joke. I went to a Methodist church and non-denom... Anyway, I'll... Okay, I'll, sorry, keep but going. The, um, but so part of our assumption was, just out of ignorance, is all of these different liturgies and traditions are all, you know... They're all a Unified. couple thousand oh, years yeah. old oh, or yes. something. Oh, oh yeah. Gotcha. They've all since since the three hundreds they've been doing it the same. That's just our I- incorrect understanding of how the, an- the ancient history of liturgy. And so it turns out the early church wasn't very focused on Christmas. Mm-hmm. Um, for a long time, Easter was the deal, and it wasn't until what, like a- around the year thousand or something, that they really began to emphasize. And even that may have been in order to create another holy day near a pagan festival, which mm-hmm. is part of why it's at the end of December, where it, one of the few times we know it is is wrong. One of the few times we know Jesus wasn't born was the end of December. And so... Mm-hmm. Um, what but you said accurate? on Sunday... Uh, I said on Sunday that John served... Yeah. I mean, Zechariah served well, at the end know, of December, like beginning the... of January. Start doing the math and I'm just saying, like he could have for or you know a certain number of months, and then he's conceived. <laughs> in the, the next, yeah, December twenty yeah. fifth. We, we get those. We, we can, get those dates, and so that doesn't can, work. This we is can gonna make work. It fit if we wanted to. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> anyway, we're gonna butcher this. Yep. So, um, so anyway, that's a, okay. and this was one we discovered. Like, and there's not agreement, yeah. even among liturgical churches, on the Advent candles. Yeah, and so you find different places, and they have different seem to have different opinions mm-hmm. about what order they're supposed to be in. Hey, all guys, of that. I'm gonna really blow your mind here. He Some just, of them don't do hope, joy, love, and right, peace. Right. Whoa. Wait, what was the who was? Someone stopped me Sunday. Was that you? We were talking about that we could do the vice candles next year. We could do selfishness. <laughs> no, that and, was that oh, was funny. Chad. Chad Lars. That's right. We, <laughs> it's like as long as we don't do selfishness, I think we're probably I think light we're okay. the candle of selfishness. <laughs> So next light year, the we, candle of greed. Yeah, this is the this is the candle of despair and the candle of <laughs> doubt and the um, depression. Yeah, exactly. So let's let's anyway. So it would be those would be uh, the op trying to figure out what the opposites of funny uh, joy, hope, peace. And oh, I thought you were just hey, let's highlight the themes that are actually going on in our <laughs> that would also greed, be an interesting greed, materialism, yeah, <clears throat> alcoholism, addiction, feeling great, the same things, the, the things that our that our nation celebrates. At All this right, time let's of get the back year. to Jesus. <laughs> right, but anyway. Yep. Oh, the other thing I was I just wanted to hit again, the the prayer shawl. Yes. Can you just briefly say again why okay. it's like why that's something I that we do? I have been blanking. Why what is that thing called? I think it's oh man. Um, is it not a shawl? I think it no. is. It's, it's not no. the that's oh, not man, the what's it called? It's, it's um, not a scarf. I can tell you, dad had to wear one for a thing and he was super uncomfortable. What are those things called? Stole. 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 Like stole. Oh, yeah, I, I could like, not come up with it this whole week. I was stall. stuck on stool. And I knew it was wrong. <laughs> I think it's called a stool. Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. I'm pretty oh, wait, sure so Chris is anyway. trying to wear a stool on Sunday morning. <laughs> this is not um, good. Um, uh, so this, yes, a stole. A stool, Man, I knew just, that. Yeah, just. So I think true. Um, it is a few years ago. I don't remember when we really embraced, like really digging into some of the liturgical things, trying to decide which of these liturgical, historical, traditional things do we want to be doing and which ones do we not want to be doing? Mm-hmm. Which ones have value and seem to bring something that that we appreciate to our worship experience and which ones do we go like, no, we're not we're not doing that. And so part of we started doing Bible reading doing during the service every pretty much every week we do a Bible reading. That's an mm-hmm. example of a tradition. Right. 
Um, it's why we do communion or baptism every Sunday morning at, at you know, 840. Now, one of those two things is happening on Sunday morning. And so um, those are examples. Well, one of the other examples was um, the, the Advent candles, that we would celebrate that, because that's not, it's not not done in Baptist churches, but it's not common. I never did it in any of the churches I grew up in. And so what are some things that we can engage with and, and learn from? And what the stole does for, at least for me, and I think for the rest of us some, is it just, it connects us to the fact that there are two billion people around the world right now celebrate two and a half billion people celebrating the birth of Christ as though it's the one of the most important things that ever happened. Now, theologically, we may disagree with them on a lot of things, mm-hmm. um, but we pretty much all agree uh, of the most important things that ever happened, this is in the top two. Incarnation is important. Yeah. The, the, that's. Mm-hmm. I think even I even was saw a quick thing this morning, very quick little video that had a guy saying, what's the most important? If I had to summarize human history in one word, mm-hmm. how would I describe it? And I was like, oh, pause. I sat and thought about it for a second, and he came back and said, Emmanuel. Like, oh, that's a good choice. I, I, I was going to say redemption. Yeah. So again, everything is going to end up having to play out this God with us. Yeah. I Some think. version of that is, I, I was like, oh, that's a, I could make a great case for that. So um, I think huge is, is this time. And so that stole, even though it's just a simple little thing and it's got Christmassy nativity type stuff on it. Mm-hmm. Um, it is, it's just a reminder to me that this isn't, we're not just a local church. We are the mm-hmm. church. And even though they're practicing it in ways that we might think were really weird, uh, mm-hmm. there are, mm-hmm. you know, a couple of two to three billion people who, who, who claim to believe this is super important to them. So yeah. it's just, it's just a uniter and a, and a yeah. reminder. So that's, that's why. Okay. Very cool. Yep. It's that's just, awesome. it's a neat, it's a neat connection point. Also, Chris really likes the way it looks. It, it, that's the main thing. It, it accentuates your skin tone and your hair. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And his uneven legs. <laughs> exactly. You have that's uneven the, legs? Was that, that was you that texted me. <laughs> yeah. I, need to remind, I have to remind everybody. The, the problem is the stole. It's straight. I'm crooked. <laughs> so Chris is crooked. It's not the stole. <laughs> There's no problem it's with It's an optical stole. illusion. <laughs> you notice that it's kind of slanted? It could be, or it could be the stage. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, either it depends on where you're standing. That's true. Uh, um, okay, yeah. so thank you for thank you for hitting on that. Yeah. Now we're kind of moving to the to what you're going to be talking about this next week. You want to talk a little bit about that? Well, we're going to be hopefully, and I'd love to get some insight because sometimes sometimes I'm well into the passage by this point. You know, Tuesday morning mm-hmm. I'm not this time. I've gone through it. I've read it several times. That's not what I mean, but I mean. Like right. as far as as far as taking notes, I'm only Chris at doesn't the stage. know what happens next. That's yeah, what exactly. I'm caught off guard every what? Who's this Mary? Um, and so <laughs> sharp left turn. So this is a what we're going to do is continue. Um, we're going to move into the fact that Gabriel six months later. Uh, there's another historical what? moment. Um, is going to visit. Um. So Jesus was a preemie? A city of Galilee named Nazareth. Is that what you're saying? Jesus is a preemie? No, I don't think so. Um, and so we're going to unpack a little Great bit about with who child. she is, who Mary is, mm-hmm. um, Joseph is, you know, what, what we know, what we don't know, um, and the whole conversation there. If possible, mm-hmm. though I'm not terribly hopeful for this, I would like to get through Mary's song. Um, 
mm-hmm. her poem that she writes. Um, the Magnificat. Yep. I, uh, yeah, so that's, wow, I'm hoping that's ambitious. That. It is super. Mm-hmm. I, I'm, a lot. I'm, I'm, I was like, yeah, no, that's no. Yeah, that's a long way. <laughs> and, Holy cow. And there's a lot of stuff here. Mm-hmm. Now, mm-hmm. a lot of it is just narrative. Um, which may not require that much unpacking, as much unpacking, but uh-huh. we'll that's we'll see as I work through it. So I'd love to hear y'all's thoughts on this passage. Too much as well, um, and see <laughs> uh, what what's there. That's my thought. Yeah, too much. You're betting against. <laughs> I'm okay, betting we against. Have, the other day, like they, it's an episode of Betcha. I was walking by um, on uh, uh, what day was that? Uh, Wednesday at, at, during the meal. I was walking by the serving tables and they were done. Uh, well, they weren't done, but they were like calling seconds and everything. And the, you know, the people that work in the serving lines are amazing and they're lovely. And one of them handed me a piece of chicken. And so I just like, I was walking past to go do something else and I just shoved that whole thing in my mouth. And I was like, that was a mistake. There was much more chicken there than I was planning <laughs> on. <laughs> Holy cow. <laughs> Exactly the same situation. Exactly here. the same. Yeah, that's exactly the biting the off idea. more than we more can, than chew. You can chew. Um. Yeah, I mean, like, th- th- there is an element of this, and this is going to be we're going to run into this over and over and over in Luke, unless we want to spend the next five years in Luke. Like, we're going to have to move through it faster than we want to yeah because you could spend a whole week on 18 through 25 you could spend a whole week on 26 through 38 you could spend a whole week on 39 you know through well i I guess you could go through the magnet one of the truths of scripture which is mind i mean there are probably doctoral theses hundreds of pages written on some of these maybe verses much less so Mm -hmm. you can you can dive as deep as you want and stay as long as you want. At least that's mm. my, you know, I, I'm don't, I may not have the talent to do some mm. of those, but there are people who could, you know, probably teach. Like I, I know that there's a, uh, uh, there's a series written that I love by a, um, a um, Puritan author about the armor of God. Mm. And if I remember correctly, it's like a four part, four volume book. Wow. About the armor of God, and so that's that's like ten verses, Man. and he has like four volumes written on it. Mm-hmm. Um, wow. So anyway, so it's there's there's a lot to that. So how could you yeah. do it? But I'd love again, as you're looking down through it, I'd love to get some thoughts here to I, integrate questions or points I, or whatever. I think my my question that I haven't really pondered much is what does it mean for Mary to have found favor with God? Hmm. Okay. Like is is that did Mary like is that is it because of Mary or is it because of God and his, like, I, I just don't know. Like what, what does that mean? I mean, this is, a, this is a good question to talk about, um, to make sure that we understand the, the humanity of Mary, that mm-hmm. even Mary, mm-hmm. after experiencing all of this, like we d- can't even imagine internally, like she, she is experiencing all of this, mm-hmm. yep. she still later on goes and tries to uh, pull Jesus aside. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and say and say. Yeah, I mean, there's a, the there's a there's a there's uh, a 
argument to be made for she does it twice that she does it in Cana and she does it right later on. Um, and uh, I mean, it's clear Mary has found favor in God's eyes. Right. I don't know that we're going to know exactly what that is. Is this a Job favor? Is this a Gideon favor? Yeah. Is this like, because is, well, is there some right? Well, is, is there a, a, a righteousness about her that God appreciates and responds right. to, like Job? Of course, yeah. Which of course gets Job in trouble, but yeah. Or is it like Gideon? Because who Job has is a human very little, too, right? Like, exactly. But it, I think I also am thinking about it like ha, we're singing a song, the Matthews begats song, and so yeah, baby. So it's like <laughs> from from Abraham right to Jesus. And so I'm also like, what, like, is it favor that like, you know what? The Lord chose you to be in this story. And it's be, like, I'm just, I'm curious. Is it, is it less about Mary? I think it's yes. And yeah, <clears throat> I don't know. And maybe, Paul, maybe I'm making it, maybe I'm making a mountain out of a mole. No, though. you're not at all. So, I mean, one answer, the easy answer is, of course it is. It is she is favored because God has chosen her to continue the line. Right. The line of the promise. You are the favored one. You're the line of the promise, the snake crusher, the mm-hmm. lion of Judah, the prince of peace, all the things we referenced last week that the people of Israel have been waiting for, these promises all through the Hebrew Scriptures, mm-hmm. the continuation of that that came through Jacob rather than Esau, that came through Judah rather than any right. of the others, which, right. again, makes to us makes no sense. Why right. isn't it Joseph? Why isn't it whatever Levi? Uh-huh. But, um, but, but she is favored in that God has chosen her for this. Mm-hmm. And of course, Gabriel can see it as nothing but favor. Mm-hmm. I mean, what, whatever cost Mary in, the, in Gabriel's mind would be like, there, there is nothing like this. You have mm-hmm. literally been chosen for something that is unthinkable. Um, you know, for us as humans, we're like, whew, and she gives up a lot here, but mm-hmm. anyway, I'd love, yeah. Paul thoughts. Uh, he gets Gabriel greets Mary in a very different way than he does. He doesn't greet Zachariah. He starts yep. with the message. So there's, I think there is a question of like, and then why does she get a special greeting? Mm. Yep. Um, with this greeting uh, and the call to the specific word of being favored, um, this Greek word here, ketera, ket. Takarome mene um, is only used one other time in the New Testament, and that's what I was actually looking up when you were trying to address me the first time. Oh, sorry. No, 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 uh, not you, John. But Ephesians. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, why are you apologizing? I am not apologizing. <laughs> <laughs> I needed input from Paul then, not now. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Um, in Ephesians one six, uh, who let's see, backing up a little bit. Um, Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who have blessed us in Christ with every spiritual blessing in heavenly places, even as he chose us in him before the foundation of the world, that we should be holy and blameless before him. In love, he predestined us for adoption to himself as sons through Jesus Christ, according to the purpose of his will, to the praise of his glorious grace, which he has blessed us in the beloved. And it's that same translation of where we're getting glorious grace. Um 
Yeah, super interesting. His favorite uh, one? Yeah, yeah. We're we're looking at this idea. Which which is it? The is meaning, it the combination words "glorious grace" or is it? No, 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 no. no. Uh, the greetings would be the similar thing also in there. Um, so the same thing of of when when Gabriel says "hail" or "greetings" is a a form of charis or grace or favor. Um, but then again, this this idea of special grace that is poured out because someone is chosen. Again, it, it seems it seems very interesting, but I would say in both of these passages, or at least in the Ephesian passage, which would give light to what we're reading here, the Ephesian passage is not making it about us. Mm-hmm. This isn't this isn't favor that we have earned by any means. Um, this is a chosen a chosen favor, an mm-hmm. honor that is given. So, yeah, that I mean, it's so greetings. Even that word is strange. Like, why isn't it grace to you? Mm-hmm. Because that's that yeah. seems like the correct translation there would be mm-hmm. grace to you. Is that always the word for greeting? Char- charis used for any other place? Do we get the word greeting a lot? I don't know. I'd have to look up that. It it does look... Um, Which may mean we're always missing the correct understanding of greeting. Philippians 4.21. It may also just be to hail or to call over, like kind of in the same way... Um, maybe a slang becomes yeah. a regular word. And so it's a different word. And so like when it says greet every saint in Christ, that's it's that's the word for greet. Like to embrace or to kiss or mm-hmm. to offer a hand. It's a totally different wait a minute, is it though? Sometimes pros oh no, where did it did you say pros cuneo? Uh-huh. That's worship. Yeah, it's it's not that's not the word, but it's it's relating the the commentaries relating the words together. Yeah, because proskuneo means to kiss down towards. Yep, that's right. Yeah, it has got a, it's apparently it's got a root connection. <laughs> there you I go. I know a Greek word. <laughs> <laughs> I, um, I do not. I'm very fancy. Grace Colson, I don't know if you knew that. But I know that. I took Greek for I, like dude, a semester, looking, and I know I'm one word. At, I'm looking at your fancy coffee. I know you're fancy. Mm-hmm. That's right. Grace. It's fancy wow. coffee. It's fancy hot chocolate. Or oh, sorry. Grace to you. The next word, Boy, the next word is yeah. massive. Favored one. Massively favored one. Well, that's it's. But she was greatly troubled. Is it the same word when he says, do not be afraid, you have found favor? Okay, that's charis again. That's the one you're right. representing. You have found grace. Right. But the other word, favored one, I hate... So just I'll confess something to you guys right now that just I'll can... I love when I press on the Strong's or the other uh, the other lexicon that I use, and it's short. It's like two paragraphs to explain the Greek word. Sometimes you press press you press on Strong's or the other one, and it's like, oh, this word has a chapter all about this word, and I'm like immediately like, oh, I'm overwhelmed. <laughs> I'm immediately I'm like, oh my gosh, I need to take what this? So this word, favored, k k e c h a r i t o m e n e. Okay, that which I'm guessing I, has I lost. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say it's gonna have yeah, exactly. <laughs> and so, to show kindness to someone, to give, to be gracious with them, 
to manifest graciousness courts. So in other words, that root is in there still. Mm -hmm. Charis is still the root in mm -hmm. there. Wow. Which he has graciously shown us in the one he loves. Ephesians 1.6. Is that the one you were reading a minute ago? Yep. Oh, to the praise of his glorious grace with which he has blessed us in the beloved. So it's like a sentence yeah. in one word. Mm -hmm. That word favored. Okay, I'm going to have to have some fun with that. I'll bet there's a doctoral thesis about, about oh, well, that word. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, obviously, this 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 debate, this question, uh, we are we are even by saying both or may, maybe it's a combination of both. Right. That's um, already hot topic, right? Oh yeah. Well, certainly for the Roman Catholic Church. Yeah. Um, what does because it mean? This, this is, I mean, Roman Catholic teaching would be that Mary did All right, deserve Pope, this. Put your earmuffs on. Exactly right. Um, and we would probably, as evangelical churches, default on the fact that it's God's choice, not our own merit. And so I think I would go, I would lean towards that. Um, yeah. Like anything else, if if there is anything even remotely good, of course, about Mary being chosen or of Mary's own accord, it would still be grace poured out upon her from the Lord of why she even would be able to possess that. And so I think I think it would be, you know, the Lord's presence— um, that is giving this to her, not necessarily. It's like, oh, and then God pulled out his tally sheet and he looked yeah. over everybody. And he's like, and he this was one's like, doing all, good. All the childbearing women in Bethlehem. This, this Mary, no. That Mary, no. That Mary, no. That Mary, no. This Mary, yes. Yes. This, Wait, this, no. This. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, no. Wait, no. She's the one that was she, like, oh, oh, never mind. No, she's a no. So mm -hmm. here's what would be interesting. I think we could say... Was there something about Mary that inspired God okay. to choose her? <laughs> Maybe. But there's no, there could be nothing about Mary hmm. that would somehow merit this gift. Yeah. There could not be. There's, a, there's no human who could merit this. Right. A pop culture reference for you? I missed it. Nothing about Mary. Wow, guys. No, nope, fine. Never so mind. moving on to verse 29. There's something about Mary. <laughs> yeah. That's the, mo the movie. Just, There's yeah. an old movie. We're going to yeah. keep going now. 29. Um, um, <laughs> but she, <laughs> apparent, she apparently does not find herself worthy yeah, of exactly. such a greeting. So mm. 29 at least comes in like she's greatly troubled at this saying. Um, mm. And she's trying to discern what kind of greeting this is for her. And mm. that's when then the angel has to tell her, don't be afraid. Mm -hmm. And the comforting thing, and so, in it is She's interesting like, that are you being sarcastic? Is this where I die? Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> no. Well, normally that comes first. Yeah, like that's the first thing, and yeah. yet here, mm -hmm. here she gets a, a a greeting first, and then the calming down second. Gabriel's so just too excited. To mm -hmm. He's like, "You would not believe what's about to happen." Oh, sorry. Yes. Um, don't be afraid. Yeah. <laughs> Well, it is. I'm even interested by the fact that she's. What does it say that she was troubled when everybody else seems terrified? Mm. Yeah. Um, and to cause acute distress, to be mentally disturbed, deeply troubled, <gasps> depressed. No. I, well, maybe <laughs> I'm wondering what is the word for Jesus being troubled in the garden? I don't know. Ooh, that sounds familiar. I wish I could see still. <laughs> wow. That's where like, are your glasses? Uh well they're here. I just I just I can't do both look I can't look at you guys and You don't need to look at us. Let's be honest. 
Uh, it feels weird to look up at fuzzy people. I mean, y'all are kind of fuzzy already, John, especially, but the... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, I like being fuzzy. Where is Jesus in the garden? Is that John 21? Somewhere around there? Sure. No, that's too late, too late, too late, too late. Come on, John, that was totally wrong. You should have known that. My bad. I would have said the same thing. John just beat me. <laughs> Jesus appears. While you're looking that up, this is kind of fun. Okay. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah, I certainly have never thought of this or run across this. Uh, only, so there's six children. Oh, it's going to be seven, um, of course. Let me make sure this is right. Yeah, six children who are named before their birth mm-hmm. in, the, in the Bible. Okay. Isaac, Ishmael, Moses, Solomon, Josiah, and then John the Baptist serves as the last. I didn't know Solomon. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. I was like, even reading those names, I was like, I don't remember necessarily all of those being named before. Wait, did you not say Jesus? No, 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 he's included. I'm sorry. Okay. Others. Six, Others. Yeah. Yes. I was like, I mean. Well, that's the whole point. In 31, <laughs> he is named. Yeah. Not just said that there will be a son, but there is a son, and you will this will yeah. this will be his name. I didn't. I, I didn't think about Ishmael. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's wild. Okay. Oh, we're gonna get to get to this in Luke. It's even in Luke. That makes it even better if the same author referenced the same word. Theory. This is all theory. We'll see if this this may not play out at all, guys. You, this is how this works. That's exactly you're, right. This is how we dig through. This is so cool to get to behind do this. the curtain. Let's throw away and knelt down and prayed. Um, in agony, appeared to him an angel from heaven, strengthening him. <laughs> wow. There's another. This angel goes unnamed. Mm. This angel doesn't greet him at all. He just says strengthening him. It's like Jonathan and David. Mm-hmm. Um, Best friend angel. Okay. Does not seem to be the same because this is the word agony, which is literally the word agony. Yeah, it's the same. Um, But I feel like he says to someone troubled at, during this passage, um, pray that you will. He became to them in a place. The disciples followed him. Mount of Olives. Well, maybe not. Okay, I'm going to have to keep digging for this and see if that's the case, but that's yeah. a good... Um, and, wah, wah. Um, 34. Yep. And Mary said to the angel, how will this be since I'm a virgin? This evidently is a different kind of uh, disbelief than Zechariah. Either that or Gabriel's just not going to make Jesus' mom be quiet. <laughs> Like, whoa, um, <clears throat> normally I take people's voices for that kind of question. <laughs> but tell you what, since That's, I... <laughs> that yeah. is an interesting one, that he explains it to her versus... Oh, no, it's okay. It's okay. Mm-hmm. It's, although there's a little... There is definitely a difference between <clears throat> I'm old, how is it possible, and I've never had sex, how is it possible? Right. There's, I, there's no, disbelief, I, I and then there's think so. confusion. I think that those are the same things. No, I, th- I, I think that there's... Yeah, yeah. It I, seems I think to be that, that there's confusion yeah, in Mary. Yeah. I, I, I agree. I think there's a difference between these two. <laughs> I don't think it's how they're presented. Like, yeah. Because she does not get a rebuke. He's yeah. like... 
that's not possible. She's my wife is not gonna all of a sudden not be barren, right? And mm-hmm. Mary's like, that's not possible. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Don't know mm-hmm. if you took biology how, there, Gabriel. But <laughs> how old do we think Mary was? You know, we we really have no way of knowing. Mm-hmm. Um, the historical and kind of, you know, the historical assumptions combined with kind of church legend is that she was probably in her in her early to mid teens. Um, we just, but but there's no way to know, and that would not have been strange right. apparently back then for a girl to be married in her early to mid teens. We we postpone. Adult things a lot nowadays. Mm-hmm. Um, I often send people back just to um, if you've ever read um, Little House on the Prairie. Yeah, and that's just a hundred and fifty. Sorry, hundred fifty years ago, or so. And you're talking about yeah, you know the the the, the teenagers are adults even mm-hmm. just hundred fifty years ago. And so the it's mostly our wealth and electricity and stuff like that that's given us the luxury of having a, an extended adolescence. Um. And so it's it's really wild to consider a boy who's nine, and if I remember correctly, farmer boy. Mm-hmm. I think the character is nine, and of course those are all biographical. Her, right. her stories are all semi biographical, and so at nine, he's working a a twelve hour workday um, in the fields, and deal, more deal, most of us would. I mean, he could this nine year old boy could probably work even the four of us uh, into the dirt, and so. He just works. He's used to working that hard all the time and having responsive. I mean, the family kind of goes down if he doesn't do his job. And so with high levels of responsibility, high levels of work. And so the thought of a 14, 15 year old girl being betrothed to be married and then hoping to have a child before she's 17. I don't. And and humans are actually made to do that. I mean, that's that's actually prime birthing time is those 20 years from, you know, 15 to 25 or 15 to 35, whatever it is. But anyway, those are, that's the people estimate that. Mm. You also have to have her having a conversation with Luke in AD 60 ish, Mm -hmm. plus or minus. We don't know. Again, we don't know that Luke may have been gathering this research from before that, but, but it seems like Luke probably is a convert under Paul and when during Paul's travels. And so you really need Luke to becoming a believer, you know, in the AD, I don't know, 50s, 40s, mm-hmm. 40s at the earliest, 50s, mm-hmm. writing his research. And, and a lot she of this stuff young here. enough to be able to talk to her right now. Right, like, exactly. Yeah, okay. um, and so this is a, um, uh, there's many ways that this is kind of considered Mary's gospel mm. um, because so much of Mary's internal thoughts and experiences are revealed under Luke's teaching, which is why kind of everyone assumes that Luke interviewed Mary um, mm. for these things. Because um, how do you say she gathered these things up in her heart if we don't? Isn't that, isn't that, wasn't that the Chosen did a special little Christmas episode where where Mary is trying to deliver the poem she wrote as a teenager to Luke because she knows he's doing oh, research. Interesting. I haven't seen. It. I think there was a special episode about that where wow. she's meeting with Mary Magdalene, and and they're all under persecution, so they all have to stay hidden and secret. Hmm. And she's delivering the original that she wrote as a teenage girl in her Jesus's diary. Mother stay a yeah secret. Oh. I feel like everybody would know who she is. I don't know. I mean, it, again, how would I mean the, the church would have? But they've got her in, in the in the. I think I'm almost positive this is the thing. But they, 
they put her in hiding because because of that. Yeah, I would have expected the Sanhedrin to know who she was like within a few years before like when Jesus was, you know, like we're talking about the mafia. Yeah. They know paying attention. They know stuff. Yep. So evidently they just thought that she was not worth, you know, like you don't make martyrs out of some people. That's a good point too. Anyway, there's a lot there. Man, there's so so you guys can see by the way, this is the process and there's still more. I I can tell yeah. Paul's been over there digging, so yeah. <laughs> we've got some more good stuff this week hopefully. Be encouraged.